Hi friends, great news. This week we have a guest, but here's the thing. When I was setting up the microphone to pick up a conversation in the round instead of a two-way conversation on opposite sides of the microphone, it also picked up the crickets outside. And the crickets' most resonant frequency happens to be in the same band as plosive and fricative consonants, you know, P's and T's and S's and So it was kind of rough going to get it to sound audible and intelligible while also pulling back as much of the cricket sound as possible. So the audio quality is not exactly what we were hoping for this week. If you want to skip this one, we won't be offended. If you want to listen anyway, here's Cousin Vinny. Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. I'm Cousin Vinny. And this is Transfantastic. A podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that surrounds it. Like company! Yay! <laughs> Cousin Vinny is here. Woohoo! Cousin Vinny has been on the road for a week or so now? No. Two or three? About five weeks. Wow. Yeah. We're behind. One of the things that I was like realizing when I was driving across country is there was something that I was seeing and it was like kind of like a lens that you put in front of your face and you're like, oh, suddenly I see you different colors. And it was like the relationship, like the spiritual relationship that people have with the land. And what I noticed is that when people felt connected and nourished by the land, like even if they weren't really aware of it, like there was this cultural thing happening Mm -hmm. that they were kinder to me, you know? They had more space for a queer. Yeah. 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 West Virginia? Mm No, no. Something's going wrong out there. Um, it, it was it was very crabby, and then but Utah was kind of surprising because I I get like really worried about any place that has a foundation that's very religious. But when I, every every single part of it, and and I deliberately when I came back and I I was like I have to go to Utah again because no. that was magical. That's and, great. Yeah, and I um didn't see too many people, but like the people I saw, it was just like no big deal. That's like, great. It was no big deal. And and, um, and it was real mixed and surprising, you know, like Kansas was a place where they were like, meh, whatever. And, um, you know, but West Virginia, not good. You know, I don't know if I, I've talked to you guys about this before, but like there's this suspicion thing that happens being in between genders, you know what I mean? Where uh, like, <laughs> you know, the I, I didn't know what to call it. Um, but I, I had the same experience that like, well, not, not the same experience at all, actually, like a, a, a diminished, a very small diminished version of like what some folks, uh, like deal with driving while a person of color, right. <laughs> you know, where like, uh, in, in my previous neighborhood, like the cops were following me around like all the time and pulling me over and they're like, you were going a little fast. I was like, I'm in a very old truck. It was in third gear. I was going about 25. And I know that because it won't go faster than that. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they'd be like, oh, okay, well, uh, have a good night. You know? And, and But just pulling me over all the time. And they did the same thing to my nephew, who is a person of color. And, and that's how we were able to gauge. Just we put different people in the same car to see what would happen. He had it much, much worse than me. Yeah. And then, um, and then I got it pretty bad. And then there was the whole rest of my family who had no problem at all. So, uh, ambiguously gendered, like, uh, white person, not good. <laughs> Latino dude, like, you know, like twenties to thirties, really bad. 
we didn't have anybody black to experiment with, but I'm sure that would have been like just over the top. I just want to say the words, we didn't have anybody black to experiment with, <laughs> is probably not a phrase you should ever say again. In this context, we got you. <laughs> but that's some get out level shit right there, okay? Yes. Yes. Oh, for fuck's sake. Thank you for keeping us on track, dude. Yeah. I'm the sober one tonight. Yes. So, um, people... You know, like, the the place that I had, actually, the worst problems in uh, New Orleans, actually. That's wild. Yeah. Well, I find it especially wild since you said you I loved it there. there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I was staying in, like, a mixed-race neighborhood that was having, like, it, it, it was very heavily damaged in the hurricane, and a lot of it hadn't come back. And so, there was, um, uh, like, a sprinkling of, like, incredibly... I, I was just about to say incredibly rich, but what I meant is incredibly rich white people compared to the people of color that were staying there. And it and it's largely was a, a black neighborhood. So there's like people that survived the hurricane somehow. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, the streets were torn up. Like this is not like, I mean, still, it's been 16 years. The streets are torn up. There's big empty lots. And like in front of those lots, the, the whole sidewalk is, is torn up. <laughs> Down, yes, I'm flipping off the dog because he does this. Yeah. And all those will yeah, be worse than the swallowing, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, uh, in this neighborhood that I was in, it was like mixed and I was confusing because I wasn't doing the things that the white people there do, which is uh, run from their car into their house. <laughs> you know, I was like walking around and I was talking to people and I was going into like um, stores and other places where like, I guess white people didn't go because I'd go in there and I'd be the only white person. Um, and also because I, you know, like do not look like most of the white people in that area. And so like they were, they were just kind of confused and it was totally fine. Totally fine. They were like, don't know what's going on there. Doesn't affect me. Let's move on. But then I started walking into um, into other neighborhoods, and one of the first neighborhood that I had a problem with was Magazine Street, which is like it, it turns out, like as I walked into it, fancy shops, and I didn't even know that's where I was. I was just kind of wandering around because I like to walk. And this exercise class, I would assume yoga by the outputs, gets let out, and the first woman who is like for whatever reason like jamming away from the class turns the corner, and I am at her car. And and she is looking at me and then she looks down in that way of like, oh, this person is going to commit a crime on me. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's that suspicion thing again, right? You know, like you are between genders and therefore you're trying to pull something on me and therefore crime. I cannot easily categorize you. Therefore, you must be suspicious. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to pull something over. Uh, so I couldn't tell if she thought I was kidding steal a car or a raper or what, but I was like, punch across the street. <laughs> so I did. Uh, at which point I ran into the whole rest of the exercise class and they do that like up and down kind of looking. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, elevator to... eyes. Yes. Elevator eyes. Like, what is that? Um, and I, I negotiated around them and just as I'm getting past them, like the door opens and like almost smashes me in the face. And the last, like, um, kind of, haggard, blonde, like, middle-aged straight woman comes out. She's probably the teacher. And she's, like, all shocked. And I apologize. She almost hit me with the door, and I apologize. And I was like, I have to get off this street. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. So, um, 
I don't know what it was about New Orleans. I just like felt this like incredible love for it. But uh, it was like when I left that neighborhood, it was challenging. There was another set of people, <laughs> straight couple, and like they were walking slow, and I was like. Okay. And so I like tried to stay like 15 feet away from them. Not even COVID, just like, it's night. I'm going to stay 15 feet away from you. And the woman starts looking back and she grabs her boyfriend's hand. And it's like, okay, what crime am I going to do to you and your boyfriend now? You know? <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. See, and in those situations, I will tend to walk faster so that it's clear that I have some place to be, and it's not you. Yeah. But. So, the the country's a strange place. I also, like, uh, noted earlier, I'm just going to repeat it, like, the relationship between wearing masks and vaccination is inverted. So, like, the, you know, like, in Georgia, which apparently has, like, one of the lowest vaccination rates, did not see a mask. Did not see one. It's a cultural thing. Like, I've noticed this. I have some friends who are still, you know, my acquaintances from Jesus College. And some of them are, like, hardcore right-wing conservative, like, why are you still my friend kind of people. Like, I don't unfriend people, but I'd have thought by now all my socialist lefty shit would have, like, had them un- Yeah, scared them off by now. (laughs) But, like, I have one or two who are, like, I'm pretty sure at least one of them's on some QAnon shit. And... Yeah. So, like, they they see it as, like, a tenet of their conservative identity that they're going to be anti-science. And if the science says mask, I'm not going to mask. And if the science says vaccine, I'm not going to vaccine because... What are they going to do if the science ever says Jesus? <laughs> do you ever actually expect the science to say Jesus? Well, you know. How drunk are you? <laughs> just be the fuck with them. Well, and see, that's the thing. Like, I wonder if we had rolled this out, like, only people in high population density areas get the shot first and, like, make it a, no, we're not going to give it to you kind of thing. Then they'd be clamoring. Yeah, they'd be like, what the fuck? Why why aren't we good enough for this? Why aren't you giving it to us? You know, if we had rolled it out, like, no, cities get it first because cities are at higher risk. And they'd be like, oh, so it's just a coastal elite thing. Mm -hmm. No. There's, There's no reality check there. It's all worldview political you know i was uh you know i listened to a lot of podcasts on the way home (laughs) and one of them was about the challenges that the somali dude encountered um coming to america and one of the things that he said when he got here that he wasn't prepared for is that the the tribal wars that uh like just were destroying somalia are not that different from these culture wars, right? Like, it is a human condition to, like... uh, My identity is fundamentally opposed to your identity, therefore we must be enemies. Yeah. And And to gather, you know, like, gather your people, draw a boundary, and everybody else is the enemy. That's so wild. Yeah. yeah. The fuck is wrong with humans? I don't know, but I think we're marching towards our extinction, and it's probably not bad. I don't think it'll hurt us. Long live the cephalopods. (laughs) Where the hell was I? I think I I might have been... It felt like Colorado. (laughs) Let's call it Colorado. Actually, like, um, yesterday... 
I um I was taking this northern route and I was like taking all these little uh not like uh highways but not freeways, you know? Mm-hmm. And um and my path yesterday like cut through just the you know, like the corner of of Colorado. And like as soon as I crossed in, I was like, Oh, just the colors like I, I got a stomach ache. Oh, <laughs> like, and I, and I was only in it like an hour and a quarter or something like that. And the whole time I was like, mm. but let's call it Colorado. So let's say I was in Colorado and I walked into a Starbucks and I had for the, that was the first bad experience that I really had on the cross country trip. And what happened is like there was uh, seemingly an unplanned convention of like middle-aged like zany women and uh what happened is i'm approaching the door and i look over and on the couch is this woman with like gray short hair and like pink capri shorts you know what i mean and she is not just like sitting on the couch she's kind of lounging in a spreader leg so that it's over the coffee table because like she's a zany straight woman she doesn't give a fuck and uh, she's talking to her, like, friends who are, like, you know, equally zany straight women. And I, uh-huh, interesting. And I walk in the door, and there's, like, several clusters of other zany straight women that do not know each other. I'm like, there's some kind of an unknown convention going on. And almost, like, at one, they, like, kind of turned and looked at me, and I was like, that's an imposter. Right? <laughs> You have zany hair, you have uh, mildly gender non-conforming clothing, and you are white and have boobs. Yeah, yeah. And so I think what was happening, or like my theory, is that all along, like, uh, people uh, were not freaking out at me because they were categorizing me into that universe. Like, oh, wacky glasses and hair must be one of those zany middle-aged women, you know? <laughs> community of them there. Apparently. You know? And that this was the moment. And, and, you know, it worked really well. Like, you know, every place I went into, if that's the way that they coded me, like, they were not treating me like shit. It was okay. But in this particular case, like, there was just, like, it was a weird feeling, like, an energetic, like, just shift and turn, like, that whole tribalism thing of just kind of like, oh, we're not together, but we're in a tribe and you are not it. Right. <laughs> I was like, yes, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. My, oh, I think that's my new phrase. Yes, I'm not. <laughs> I love that. But the other thing that was disturbing about the trip, and I just don't know what to do with it, was all the mamming, you know? And I, I was, oh, yeah. Yeah, and it's, uh, like, in almost all cases, like, a very, uh, like, respectful kind of thing. Like, I will respect you by, like, uh, you know, generating you. Mamming the heck out of you. They've decided that's the way to respect you. Yeah, yeah, and it, um, you know, I know a lot of people would just be like, oh, mm -mm, no, no, (laughs) you know, you cannot ma'am me, this is not acceptable, this is not a way to be respectful, but, like, the intention is so pure, I, 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 like, I, I struggle with that, but it's still just, like, it creates, like, a dysphoria that I don't typically have, right, like, it makes me uncomfortable with my body. And that's the thing that you and I were talking about on the way home from dinner tonight, that, like, we don't, both of us generally don't experience body dysphoria until we have social dysphoria about our bodies. Yeah, it sucks. 
And I'm still, I, I don't know that there's a non-binary solution, right? But I'm still struggling. Like, should I get top surgery? It's like, I really don't want to. No. For me, I right. don't want to. Right, like, right. I, it's a hassle. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. But I, uh, like, you, I don't. You still have nerve damage in your shoulder. Like, your arms fall asleep when you sleep. When you. When I sleep wrong, which isn't hard because I'm older. Yeah, but like they never, they they only started that after your surgery. My hands saw asleep for the first year, and then I finally got a little bit of acupuncture and some other physical therapy. Physical therapy, and they stopped falling asleep all the time. They do sometimes. Yeah, well, the other thing is like after you know, like brain surgery a year and a half ago, I'm like, I never want to go into a hospital again. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I never need to do that ever. You know, um, being non-binary in a hospital is really terrible. I bet. Yeah. Especially because, you know, my ex-wife, like, chose that moment to finally be fully supportive and so she was running around trying to correct people who were freaking out. What the actual fuck? <laughs> I mean... She's like, this is the, the moment I'm going to take a stand and be there for your, like, uh, gender condition. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, woo! Get well soon with your gender. <laughs> for fucking society. Yeah, you know, like, the cure might be, like, real isolation. I was, like, a lot more comfortable in my house during... There were so fucking many eggs that cracked over pandemic. I mean, it's not even funny how many people, like, I'm on a couple of discords for podcasts that we are patrons of, patrons, whatever. And it's funny just like watching the influx of people who are like, yeah, I spent the last 18 months alone with myself and figured out some things. And then like the next day, hi, I'm new here. I spent 18 months alone with myself and figured out some things. (laughs) And then like two days later, hi, I'm new here. I (laughs) <laughs> wow there's an influx of realizations yes yeah mm-hmm. nothing like being alone with yourself but for me i i you know like i live in a, a pretty isolated existence like i, I live alone on a boat right you know what I mean? like mm-hmm. that i have a closer relationship with the egrets who i gotta tell you are catty bunches than i do with people <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I could be done with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's... Uh, you introverts. Yeah. <laughs> but I gotta say... Us and the egrets. Us and the egrets. <laughs> the crow's a chatty one, I just gotta tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Good to know. Yeah. But um, it wasn't like... COVID wasn't really like about uh, more time with myself, because I'm good with that. It was not having to do all the gender costumery, except, you know, like the talking part. Which apparently is a really big problem for me. You know, but like not having to figure out like what's the outfit that I need to wear to negotiate like with all these jackasses. What? Yeah, Jess often mentions, what clothing do I need to apply that they yes. make sense of in order for my purpose to be accomplished? Exactly. I'm not dressing for myself. I'm dressing for my goals for the day. Yeah. 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 Um, Which would be different if you were comfortable in those clothes for those goals. Like, lots of people dress for the, their goals for the day, but your goals are, in part, a costume. Yeah, to negotiate with other people's discomfort. That's... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like, that's always, like, what I'm trying to do is, like, how do I get through um, all your issues with me without even knowing it's happening? Because they never do. 
No, and if you pointed it out, 99.9% of them would deny it. And get angry. And then accuse you of crime. Yeah. <laughs> it would suddenly occur to them that that, that was what was happening. <laughs> They're doing crime. Uh, I have no interest in getting Karen, thank you. Yeah. Well, you know, like my job, I'm mostly dealing with like really um, incompetent white guys. What? I know. Um, really interesting to, you know, like, there's no amount of competence that I could bring to things that, like, I could... That you're allowed to apply? Yeah. Where else did you go? What else? Where Where else did you get uncrimed? You know, um, those were, like, the big, funky things. I mean, I there was just, like, the elevator looks all... Oh, well, actually, you know, like I was saying at the beginning, it's very about, like, their connection to the land, right? Like, so nobody gave me any guff in Utah, I just gotta say. That's good. Yeah. North Carolina, too. You know, like, as I was, like, driving down from North Carolina and I went down the coast for a ways, I was like, something happened in South Carolina. I was like, it's just as wet here, but somehow the land is not nourishing the trees and they're, like, a little, you know, like, funky. And sure enough, like, the culture followed it and they're, like, people were, like, kind of aggro, you know what I mean? Whereas it felt like in North Carolina, it was, like, a lot easier to feel provided for, you know? And then Florida, I, I found out on that trip from a really interesting Twitter thread that Florida was just like some weird ass land that just got jammed onto the, the butt of the, you know, like the continent. <laughs> That's like, funny because I was looking at some, you had it in your Twitter. Yeah. That was so interesting. I know. Okay, so, so explain to all of our friends who... <laughs> yes, now that we have created a mystery. So the, the thread was about the Appalachians, and it was a trans guy who is also, I think, a geologist, who is talking about that the Appalachians are really old. And he's like, you know, really old, older than the Atlantic Ocean. And in fact, some of them are over in England. And then he showed all these, like, different, like, visualizations. And he's like, oh, and by the way, the last, like, kind of episode where the Appalachians got jammed into the, you know, the continent is the also the moment when Florida got jammed on. And I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. I mean, like, not the Appalachians, but I'm just like, Florida, it's like this weird foreign, you know, disaster land. I, you know, I, um, when I was growing up there, they taught us, and I don't know if this is true, but that the Seminole Native Americans were actually like refugees, essentially, from a bunch of other tribes that were like looking for some place to go, and that there hadn't been a native tribe there because it's too inhospitable. Hmm. Yeah, swamps, alligators. That's like, exactly what I was thinking. You know, but it's also important. it's like all limestone, like porous limestone under there, like hmm. so. Um, you know, like what you call what you call a, a basement in Florida is a pool. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't obviously grow up there, but I remember from the time I spent there with grandparents and great grandparents who just had a property in Miami. Miami. Yeah. That's not a place that people generally go to retire. It's some place they go to die. It was one of those cinder block houses with the glass brick windows and Yep, yep. And then the other windows that Jealousy that like pulled out in yes, little, the, yeah. the little crank. Yeah. And a grapefruit tree. Yeah. Lumpy grapefruits. Lumpy. <laughs> Lumpy. Huh. Yeah. That's funny. They uh, are a hateful brood. <laughs>
They're hateful, but like the whole culture is like very, you know, like they put a smile on their face for the tourists, but like seething with anger. I remember my ex wanted to go there on vacation. I was like, any place else, any place else. But you know, like because uh, the nature of our relationship was, I would just compromise, right? That was the, <laughs> the nature of it. And so we ended That's up. That's why it's called divorce. <laughs> so we, uh, we went there, and I remember we were uh, walking around, and like somebody had, uh, in what I can only describe as like kind of revenge vandalism, round up the whole like hedge in front of a house. Oh my! Yeah, yeah, that's the level of kind of like malicious, but also like driving there, like learning to drive in Miami was a nightmare because. People think, like, that, you know, whole, like, merging thing where you, like, zipper together is actually a great excuse for, like, violence. And actually, there was, like, a whole bunch of uh, rage shootings happening then. Great. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and I, I thought, you know, I'm just cutting through, like, the top part. I have never even been in the panhandle. It's, like, a different culture. It's the south. Like, the bottom part of Florida, the actual southern part, that's, like, kind of, like, a combination of, like, the northeast and another country. This was you convincing yourself, right? <laughs> it and wasn't even convincing there. myself. I was just like, I would love to go swimming a little bit more before I head inland, right? You know, I was like, and this won't be okay. So, the panhandle of Florida, which is actually just, like, Mississippi light. Yeah, uh, you would think so. That's what I thought. Uh, like, as soon as I got to, like... Uh, the Alabama border, everything was different and it felt different. I was like, thank God for Alabama. Because <laughs> it was Florida. It was Florida the whole way through. It was just like a shithole. I'm sorry. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. So. Interesting how our state borders can have be so, so much sway. Yeah. Yeah. Really, uh, really interesting this time. Like, I, I, I like, I, in some cases, I couldn't feel the border so much. Like, there was, like, a drive that was, like, into New Orleans and then, like, out of it through different states. And it was, like, a little bit similar. But most places, I could just feel. And, and it's about culture, right? You know, like, it's it's identity politics. Like, we are this unit and this is our tribe. <laughs> Back to that bullshit. And what we value is what you will see. Yeah. So you stayed at a lot of like hotels and stuff like that, but I know that also for a while you said that you were meeting up with somebody who you had known previously. <laughs> yes. Uh, not just knew previously. Like there was like it was my uh, it was my high school boyfriend, or only a small part of high school. Like it was it was a real attempt. <laughs> not not for him. Um, you know, like one of the things that I was saying before is like I I apparently completely broke him because he seems incapable now of like going out with cis straight women although there's one happening now hopefully she won't convert to anything anyway it was a, an incredibly like transpositive experience like that was a surprising to thing. see to see him to see him and it's because like he is uh so enmeshed through his ex-spouse through his kid, and just through his connections to, like, a larger trans community. And it wasn't what I was expecting at all, but I was, I did have this moment of just like, oh, my God, why is the, you know, community where I live such crap? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, trendy and, and tribal. But it was, it was good. It's those darn coastal elites where you live. Yeah, it sure is. <laughs> Little snowflakes. Which I can't say with a straight place because I am such a 
petite fleur. I'm like so sensitive to everything. And I'm okay with that. That's why I live with egrets. I'm a crow. Bob and I see crows on our walk. They're very, very loud. Yeah. We try to see what they're doing and say to Bob, something's going on over there. <laughs> but we don't understand. So, any other interesting events or experiences or enlightenments or epiphanies? Uh, I had a lot of work epiphanies. You know, like I'm... I'm oh, you were working on the road, weren't you? A lot of it, yeah. But also, like, I just... The people that I work for, like... In the last couple of months, things have gone so wrong that I don't, I no longer have a supervisor. And you're like, you cannot be supervised. This is what yes. You're yes. <laughs> They're like, we recognize that you should be in charge, but we feel uncomfortable with you. We're not putting you in charge. We're just going to leave you floating until you leave. So I'm trying to. Leave. Are, are they in, in, are they looking forward to you leaving? Like, is that. It's, it's like really ambiguous because I keep saving their asses pretty significantly. Um, but they're uncomfortable with them. But they're uncomfortable with me and they're uncomfortable with me saving their ass. And they think like, probably we can find a white guy that can do the saving just as well. Nope. No, no, they definitely can't. Yes, we know this. I uh, The last time I went downhill skiing, this was before I realized I had, like, terrible genetic disorder. should never do anything like skiing or yoga or anything. But anyways... Um, Not if you want your limbs to stay attached. Yeah, I kind of like them. Anyways, like, I am a very conservative skier, but, like, very skilled. And so I was trying to get better at steeper things and doing it in this very, like, conservative way. And things were going great. And I was by myself because, like, I don't know anybody else that can ski. So I was going down, like, this steeper blue hill, and everything was going fine, and I was very impressed with myself, and I felt under control. And then I fell, and after that, I couldn't stop falling, and it was like I was falling down. I mean, like, I'd get back up, and then I'd fall, and it was like this confidence loss, and I feel like with work, I'm having that same experience where, like, I just can't get back on my feet, you know what I mean? And I'm trying to figure out, or I, I was trying to figure out on this trip, like, uh, instead of just trying to, like, oh, well, I can fit into this slot for you. Just, like, what do I want? want and how do I get the confidence back to, like, slide <laughs> in the right direction and just, like, get what I want, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, um, yeah, like, I'm going to try the corniest thing in the world because there's something specific that I want, which is to, like, uh, believe, which I know to be true intellectually, that, like, I are way better than this shit, you know? Yes, I do know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I think it gets, like, and you know this, right, it gets a lot more complicated when you're not, and it's really about communication for me, which I think it is for you too, right? Like, when I'm not communicating in the gender's ways that they expect. I mean, sometimes I very consciously, like, it feels like I'm putting on a fucking Mallory's dress, and I'm like, well, actually, I kind of think that maybe... Let me use all these hedging, couching <laughs> We should do it this other way, but, you know, and then, like, you know, I try and find somebody who's male to repeat it for me, and I'm like, oh, that's a great idea! You know, and it's like, and sometimes I can remember to, like, do all that demeaning bullshit, but, like, Pretty naturally, I'm, like, straight into the point and talk like a man. Yup. And it's a problem. It's yeah. a problem. It's a problem for other people. Yeah. It creates a problem for you that they're creating a problem. Yeah. yeah. I hate that. Yeah. So, so there was lots of meditative time and all that boredom and observation and just, like, peace to, you know, like, think about, like, how, how to stop falling down the hill that I've been on 
for like, you know, probably four or five years. So I've gotten to the point in my career where I'm like tremendously more confident than almost anybody else that I work with. And nobody's going to recognize it unless you can communicate it in ways that they're able to hear, which is such a load of steaming horseshit. Like you and I were talking about a little earlier, if if you did have a beard, you know, on your face, (laughs) they would just listen to you. And they wouldn't notice your body shape or anything else. Yeah. I just feel like going to my video meetings with like this big rainbow beard on and just like say nothing about it. Just like talk like it's a normal. (laughs) Would you please? (laughs) Please do that. Do you own a rainbow beard? No. I need to get one. But yeah, I feel like, you know, once I walked into a a coffee shop and I, you know, like I was just wandering around and I walked into this coffee shop and there was this guy and he was uh, sitting at a computer, not really drinking coffee, but he was like working at a computer. And I don't know if anybody else noticed this, but he had eyelinered on his like very meticulous beard. And mustache. And I was like, what is going on there? And nobody else noticed it. And I'm like, could I do that? (laughs) That is totally great. It was great. And maybe, I mean, maybe it'll backfire and they'll be like, oh, so this is your deal. This is what we got for Vinny. Oh, now I get how we should be interacting with them. Yeah. That's what's been missing the whole time. The rainbow beard. Yeah. And your face. On my face. Yeah. And especially, like, the no context, you know? Just, like, you've got to play that straight, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So is that it? That's it. All right. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less than complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening. Okay. 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 Okay, so Vinny, tell us about your breakfast. My breakfast? Yes. Or, or any other short mic. thing you'd like to say. <laughs> it's a mic test. Yes, mic check. Oh, mic test. I did not have breakfast today. It was uh, something that I could not make happen in my life. No. Oh. Yeah. Now, are you going to continue speaking at that volume for the rest of the evening? Maybe. Okay. (laughs) Jorge, tell me about your breakfast. I decided I should have a lot of protein. You are definitely not going to speak at that volume the rest of the evening. I'm not? You're speaking really loudly and you rarely talk that I mean, if you're getting drunk and talking loud, go for it. Okay. Cheers! I'll definitely laugh this loud. Well, see, that's fine. That's why dynamic compression exists. <laughs> but I'm just making sure that you two are the right distance from the microphone because I had to change the uh, input too loud. pattern. No, you're not too loud. Okay. No, you're actually just perfect, and I wish you'd talk like that every time. Maybe I need to drink more often. <laughs>
You're lucky you're cute. Okay. 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 Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. Who am I again? <laughs> you're Vinny. I'm Vinny. You're yeah. some random Italian. I'm <laughs> some random Italian. <laughs> Vinny. I'm, I'm cousin Vinny. Yeah. It, it feels like... Do we need to pause while you re readjust your butt? Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Uh, so for years it's been. <laughs> <laughs>